Hey everybody, before we kick off today's episode, Antonio T. Smith Jr. here, and I just want to tell all of you that if you're an avid learner of self-growth, if you want to change the quality of your life, I'm on my major events, WonderCon 2024, it's almost here. The dates are March 17th through March 22nd, that is 2024, and you can go to the website inside the show links to get to all the information there. It's in Houston, Texas. There's also a bunch of opportunity for online tickets as well. So you can watch the event live. Plus, you get the opportunity to keep the video for life as well. With an array of expert speakers, including myself, interactive workshops and a plethora of experiences, it promises to be a transformational event that you've never seen before. Please know in person there are limited spaces available and get all the details to secure a spot on the show notes. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better, you can dominate. You'll, you'll see where I'm going. Start meditating. But, in, but it was, this is why you don't sit alone. That's, that's the point of this. So I rewinded the dream and went back to save him again, and then I woke up. Well, last night I had another weird dream where he was at a bowling alley with family and it was somewhere in California. And there was this, there was like this tidal wave about to hit and I'm telling, and I'm sitting here and I'm at my car loading up his stuff. I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you still here? It's time to go. Let's go. Do you know? And there's like a, literally a tidal wave forming. And as the tidal wave was forming and it's about to crash and the person I was talking to was like, oh girl, that's not going to hit us. And I'm sitting here like, you don't see this. If I could see this wave up here, it's higher than the buildings. By the time it comes down, it's going to flood us out. So it hit and it just came in like a regular wave does. So throughout this entire time, I, I have my son now, like the first one I went to save him, but this time I have him with me. But as I'm moving towards the car, I keep getting stopped by everybody. And I'm like, yo, let's go. Like, why are you still here? I keep trying to tell you there's a tidal wave coming. It's, you know, we're on the beach. You're going to die. You're going to drown. Let's roll. Let's go. And, the mo- and I get him in the car. And while I have him in the car, people are coming to the car, stopping me, slowing me down. I'm trying to leave with my son so he'd be safe. So the point of that is, as I was talking to Antonio, the first dream was I lost focus. My focus was my son, but my subconscious knows how to talk to me. So my subconscious used my son as the icon for focus for me. And so I lost my focus letting I lost my focus worrying about everything else this dream I didn't lose my focus but I allowed distractions to slow me down I would have never gotten to that if I had not opened my mouth and talk when you suffer alone you can't talk through what you're going through so you'll never come to any type of conclusion you'll never come to any type of revelation to understand what it is so no one suffers alone if you're going through something talk to somebody Because there's all, sometimes you just have to hear it out loud so you can understand it. Or sometimes you're too much in it to where you can't see anything. But if you talk to somebody outside of you, they can help you with some understanding. Point of the story. No one suffers alone. Open your mouth and talk. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us (laughs) for the Integrity Leadership class. We are currently We are currently in The Code of the Extraordinary Mind by Vishen Lakhiani. 
We will post the link to the audiobook in the chat for you just in case you have it. So that way you can start following along and you can read it with us. And if you want to go purchase it, it looks just like, hold on, so I can show you guys, I want you to be able to see it. It looks just like this, The Code of the Extraordinary Mind by Mr. Vishen Lakiani. With that being said, I'm going to pass it over to our teacher, our mentor, our coach, our leader, Mr. Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Thank you, everyone. Heard you all did a fantastic job earlier. So we are just excited to have you here. If you're new, welcome to you. We love you already. Code Extraordinary Mind is my favorite, second favorite book of all time. My allegiance to Think and Grow Rich won't let me put it number one just yet. But the more I read it, maybe, maybe that will have to at least be tied to number one. I read Think and Grow Rich, excuse me, Code Extraordinary Mind, and immediately, the first time I read it, I said, this is the most important book I have read in my life outside of the college, outside of Think Girl Rich. So this book is, I won't say it's dear and personal to me. It woke me up, Latrice. By the way, I've got to do some custom clothes for, to Latrice to remind me, right? This, this book woke me up even further. Okay. So I want to start you off with a video that's not from Code Extraordinary Mind, but we're going to talk about these Code Extraordinary Mind. I'm going to do a lot of the book stuff today. Next week, we'll go wide and extremely esoteric. We're talking about chapter four, rewrite your models of reality. If you're looking for a review, allow me to help you here real quick. Last week, I gave you to where we were talking about that most of you were born in 77. So you're operating on Windows 77 in a 21st century world. You haven't updated the software of your brain to be able to succeed to the demands of this reality. Most of you are still with the same religion you had when you were eight, the same principles you had when you were eight, the, the, the same model of thinking when you were eight, because psychologists will tell you that most of what most people, not actually more than most people, whatever you learn by eight, you become. Whatever you learn by eight years old, you become. Okay, that is scientifically, psychologically proven, and most of you have not updated your models of reality. So we introduced that last week and what well, last two weeks about how to do it back and forth. You got hardware of your mind, software of your mind. Everybody get what I'm saying? You got the hardware, software of your mind, right? Good to see all of y'all. Good to see uh, some of you are new. I appreciate you for being here, kings and queens. So we got to update the model of our reality. We're going to get real deep here in a second, but I need to take you to me and Phil's and Susan's, one of our very favorites. It's impossible for you not to like this person. If you don't, your fault, because it's your fault. I have to take you, I'm gonna do a little hip hop version of this though, but we gotta go to the Dean of Motivation. I need to start us off with the Dean of Motivation. Who I'm talking about, Grace? Earl Nightingale. I gotta start us off, Phil, I can't, there's no way that I could talk about rewrite the models of your reality without bringing up the strangest secret. It's impossible. 
anybody worth their salt has to bring up the strangest secret. And since I have a little salt in me that's worth something, I have to tell you first about the strangest secret. This is an update. It's the same words, but this is a little hip hop verse I like to listen to because of the music in the background. But here, here we go. I'll share my screen so you can actually see it too. And I'll share the link to you as well. But let's go. So this is about four to five minutes, maybe less than that. It's just something he says that I want to highlight for a while. That's outcast, by the way. I'd like to tell you about the strangest secret in the world. Some years ago, the late Nobel Prize winning Dr. Albert Schweitzer was being interviewed in London, and a reporter asked him, Doctor, what's wrong with men today? And the great doctor was silent a moment, and then he said, Men simply don't think. It's about this that I want to talk with you. We live today in a golden age. This is an era that man has looked forward to, dreamed of, and worked towards for thousands of years. But since it's here, we pretty well take it for granted. We in America are particularly fortunate to live in the richest land that ever existed on the face of the earth, a land of abundant opportunity for everyone. But do you know what happens? Let's take 100 men who start even at the age of 25. Do you have any idea what will happen to those men by the time they're 65? These 100 men who all start even at the age of 25 believe they're going to be successful. If you ask any one of these men if he wanted to be a success, he'd tell you he did. And you'd notice that he was eager toward life, that there was a certain sparkle to his eye, an erectness to his carriage, and life seemed like a pretty interesting adventure to him. But by the time they're 65, one will be rich. Four will be financially independent. Five will still be working. Fifty-four will be broke. Now think a moment, out of the 100, only five make the grade. Now why do so many fail? What has happened to the sparkle that was there when they were 25? What's become of the dreams, the hopes, the plans? And why is there such a large disparity between what these men intended to do and what they actually accomplished? When we say about 5% achieve success, we have to define success. And here's the best definition I've ever been able to find. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. If a man is working toward a predetermined goal and knows where he's going, that man is a success. If he All right, I want you to pay attention. I'm going to rewind a little bit because we're going to focus on this part. Success. And here's the best definition I've ever been able to find. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. If a man is working toward a predetermined goal and knows where he's going, that man is a success. If he's not doing that, he's a failure. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Put that in the chat for me, Grace. And what they actually accomplished. When we say about 5% achieve success, we have to define success. And here's the best definition I've ever been able to find. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Got it in the chat? All right, now let's get his explanation here in a little bit. If a man is working toward a predetermined goal and knows where he's going, that... So if you got a predetermined goal and you know where you're going, write that down. If a man has a, and the way he's using man is all encompassing, if a man has a predetermined goal and knows where he's going, 
Man is a success. That man is success. Is a success. He's not doing that. He's a failure. And we're not doing that. He's a failure. Now. Thank you so much, my friends, for indulging me for quite some time. Two minutes, 32 seconds, whatever that was. That's Earl Nightingale's definition of success. So basically, he said it's the best one I've been able to find. I have something a bit different. My definition of success is a little different, Grace. I was I did not find this definition. I got out of the trash can with this definition. Success is anyone who sets a target. then hits that target and also hits that target well. It's my definition of success. Mr. Nightingale and myself were saying the same things. He understood what's inclusive in his definition is something that I make exclusive or uh, not exclusive, inclusive, explicit outwardly in my definition. It's understood in his definition. It is outward in mine. You understand what I'm saying? It's secret in his. You understand? And then, boom, in mine. You got me? Outstanding. Now, let's break this down for a second. Maybe we. Maybe we find ourselves in a reality in which we don't know what is happening in our lives. Or maybe we do know what's happening in our lives. Or maybe we have all the opportunity to change it, or we don't have the opportunity to change it. Doesn't matter which side you're on. Whatever side you are on, you have chosen. If you're just joining us, we're talking about rewrite your models of reality in this chapter four of this book. Okay, we'll be in it for two weeks. Rewrite the model, your model of reality, your model. Second, first, second person singular, you. You are at fault, good or bad, your model of reality. And you must rewrite your model of reality because Chiquita is controlling Chiquita's reality, not the white man. Nobody else. Just her. Whether you like that or not, doesn't matter if you bring race into it, not your mama, not whoever. It has been you at all times. And unfortunately, my friends, only 4% of the world knows this. And you may think you know it, but it's in your intellect. It's not in your awareness. I will now use my hands as an illustration. One can have a high level of intellect and a low level of awareness. In life, you do not get your intellect. You get your awareness. Your awareness is your vibration. It's your model of reality. It's what you have allowed to be true. And you do not get in life what you want in your intellect. You get in life what you are in your awareness. Mm. Coming out swinging. Do it again. Spirit fingers. 
You can have a high level of intellect and a low level of awareness. In life, you don't get what you want, what you know, how smart you are in your intellect. I'm going to give you some real world examples today, okay? What you get is your awareness. You get who you are. Before I get to these definitions of success, we copy and paste them both. Copy and paste Earl Nightingale from the Grayson. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off. My rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Copy paste mine. And I'm going to go back to his definition so you can hear it again. And I'm going to tell you why mine differs just a tad bit. You need to understand, Abby, that it is fundamental. That is, that's a, uh, a $6 word for basic building blocks, basic understanding that there is a difference between what you know and what you are. How many of you know what to do to lose weight, but don't do it? Did I cut my mic off? Did it uh, still on? Okay, I, you know, I'd be, you know, all right. Because you can know what to do all you want. But there's a difference between knowing what to do and doing what to do. And the doing what to do is lives inside your awareness. The knowing what to do lives inside your intellect. Am I making it more plain? I'll give you some real world examples right now. But before I do that, let's flip it. Spear fingers again. You can have a high level of awareness and a low level of intellect, mm -hmm. and you would be more successful mm -hmm. than most people on planet Earth. Because in life, you get what you are, mm -hmm. not what you want. You know who lives like this? Real world example? Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather can't read out loud. No disrespect to. King Mayweather, I'm just, we're just gonna call it spade a spade, okay? My man can't read out, y'all know who, it's, you don't even know, you got no boxing. My, my man is so flamboyant, you know who he is. He's a billion dollar Mayweather, team money, money team. He, he didn't, even, didn't even feel like using words. He was like me with ATF, look, just put my initials up there. A team money team, just say it twice. You understand what I'm saying? Just put money in the middle of it. But in, what is what's 12 rounds, three minutes, 36 minutes. He can make more than most countries all year. Sure. Okay. That's incredible. 
his yeah, Daoud just got his his mind just got blown. His his ap, his aptitude for earning money or acquiring money or attracting money more accurately is in thirty six minutes is more than most countries' gross domestic products profit. When you think about out earning countries. And if, and if we put profit in there and not like revenue, then he's out earning more than 70% of the countries in the world in 36 minutes and he can't read. Because, spirit fingers, you get who you are, you do not get what you want. Regardless of whatever you think about King Mayweather, his model of reality says he's supposed to be where he is. Same example. I'm going to flip it now. Kyrie Irving. Extremely intellectual, astute brother. All for social injustice. And let me just put this out here, y'all. I don't know if y'all know this. I'm a black guy. I'm not sure if y'all saw that. So I ain't got time not to like none of my black people. Now, just, let me just say, let me just, you know, we, we all innocent as far as I'm concerned. You know, right? You know, it just is what it is. So I'm not for the bash somebody, but just pay attention to the example. High level of intellect, but his intellect keep causing him friction in life. Okay, we're going to rewind that. If you're a basketball fan, this makes a lot of sense. He is supposed to be able to do what he wants, when he wants, how he wants, without all that friction. But he hasn't rise to the level of awareness to where he can do both at the same time without staying on Without ruining or 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 creating more conflict for himself, I give you another example. I'm, I'm, I'm intentionally. I'm, I'm just giving you all these Black King examples. I got you. LeBron James has both high level of intellect, high level of awareness. No scandals, no problems, no nothing. No right. Eighteen years, still on top. You understand? Guess who else? Bill Clinton. Before Donald Trump, I would have said Bill Clinton is the greatest politician to ever live. Before. Donald Trump will go down as the greatest politician to ever live. There will be no doubt about it. Now, what we use greatest as is, you know, <laughs> yes. you know what I'm saying? We're going to have to we gonna have to see. But how are you using greatest? You're right. You're right. You go ahead. Go ahead Politicians. Poly means many, and ticks are bloodsuckers. <laughs> there you go. Oh, well, I like that. <laughs> Donald Trump convinced the whole world I'm qualified. Okay, I'm being. I'm doing my very best here. Okay, and at no point. Can you do better than me? And then lit half the world 
on fire, not just America, but he started a whole extreme conservative movement throughout all countries. India seen a different in votes. Their prime minister is Donald Trump-like. I'm trying to, you know, that's not not Donald Trump-like, but in that realm of super conservatism. United Kingdom, their prime minister. A lot of people could not exist. He started something. He kicked up something. And he has a lot. They lose a lot, but he has a lot. And he, too, can't read out loud. Y'all are not waiting. Donald Trump, excuse me. I went back to Donald Trump. Nobody here is waiting for an intellectual conversation with Mr. Trump. But his awareness is sky high. It doesn't matter if you like it because awareness has nothing to do with morals. I did all that to say that one sentence. All that to say that one sentence. Awareness has nothing to do with morals. Awareness is awareness. Good or bad that you perceive it, if you have a high level of awareness, you would get everything that you want or whatever that may be. Do you understand what I'm saying? Hitler had a... Hitler convinced a whole nation, blonde hair, blue eyes, and he damn near looked like me. Y'all understand that? And he was a heck of a communicator. And he became a dictator, dictator through a free public democracy. Man, he, just, he didn't, he went through exactly what just, anyway, let me not do that. He went through, y'all almost repeated history, but he went through, you understand what I'm saying? Now, I'm trying to tell you awareness, Gandhi, awareness. Doesn't matter. I, I just need you to separate intellect from awareness. Go ahead, Phil. Time Magazine made Adolf Hitler in 1938 Man of the Year. Sure did. Sure did. So, all right. 1938, three years before he history lesson real quick boom 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 kill 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 bam bam take over territory take over territory then the west said if he touches p poland we gonna we, we gotta jump in and that's what happened that's that that's that's how it started okay that's how it started now i was say like pressure for a second poland let's rewind everything i've just said oh okay everybody got so okay so let me let me let me let me set the stage and y'all y'all get off and go on saying in life, you have intellect and you have awareness. I'm telling you through st statistics that cannot be argued. Only 4% of the people on this planet have a level of awareness 
that supersedes or it matches their intellect into where they get what they want. But you don't need intellect at all. In life, you do not get what you think, what you know. You don't get what your mama taught you. And I'll push that further. You don't get what your church or mosque or whatever taught you. All of that is intellectual, even your religion. Your religion was snuck in through intellect and then masquerades as a belief. A belief is a thought. Phil, what's a belief? He says it all the time for y'all. As Abraham says, a belief is a thought you just keep thinking. A thinking is a thought. <laughs> a belief is just a thought you keep on thinking. This is why you have a bunch of poor, righteous, religious people. You and can't moving, have poor and righteous at the same time. <laughs> we're, moving from the age of, we're moving from the age of Pisces. I believe Mark 9, 23 tells us all things are possible to him that believes. And we're moving into the age of Aquarius. I know. In the last days, I will pour out my spirit among all men. Young men shall dream dreams. Old men shall see visions. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. I know. Yep. And Deanna just made a confession to me. And I'm going to have a jump on this samurai sword here for a second. Oh, maybe she, maybe she will. Maybe she won't. <laughs> Let's rewind. Put put down for me again the Earl Nightingale's success, definition of success, and then my definition of success. And I want all of you to to, to pay attention. Four percent of this planet operates in their maximum awareness, whatever it is for them. How do I know this? One percent controls ninety-six percent of the world's income. Three percent have financial freedom which leaves 96% of the people left. So there it is. It's not, and listen, you don't have to take my word. And you don't have to say money is important. But money and resources are tied into your well-being on planet Earth. And you have a lot of people who preach well with diabetes. Do you understand? There are some things, there are some things that are unavoidable or 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 just like a gene gets unlocked. Diabetes is not one of them, despite what they tell you. I, I give you a few of them, you know. Alzheimer's doesn't have to be one of them. Parkinson's is highly debatable for there's a gene that unlocks and no matter what you do you just can't avoid it it's just it's so much science behind that this is what it is right there's there's some but congestive heart failure is not something you inherit you may inherit that you may inherit that diet but you don't inherit those genes you have a dietary problem not a genetic problem we have what we what we we live in a world to where we know stuff, but we get nothing. Oh, right. You understand? <laughs> so we, I know, I, I, they ready. I just gotta, 
because what, what what I'm doing is what I so let me let me tell, let me tell you what I'm doing. This is the I'm said I was gonna do a whole book of a bunch of but maybe maybe I won't. What I'm doing is now I'm arguing the opposing viewpoints. Someone was now going to say, man, but what about and I'm 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 I'm, I'm after it, okay? And as soon as I finish the opposing viewpoints, I'll come back to the conclusion and y'all can have it. All right, you, you can have it. it. Here we go. In life, I gave you an example. You have intellect. You can have a PhD and be house broke, car broke. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like don't 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 think these. And stop saying money isn't everything and resource isn't everything, everything because none of you have said, you know what, God, make me struggle. That's what, you know, I I just I just I came here to suffer completely at all times. No, that's not the way it works. Nobody says a good life for me is to struggle the whole time and leave my children bills. Nobody says that. So in order for you to have wellness, resources is understood in wellness. You, you don't tell me God is good and I always need to let you borrow my money. Can't do both. You can't be poor and righteous. If you just join us for the first time, God bless you. God bless you. This happens every Thursday. And this is the Thursday, this whole esoteric Thursday from morning into evening. And we're in chapter four of a book called Code of Extraordinary Mind. And right now we're covering chapter four, which is rewrite your models of reality. Politicians have never changed the world. Are you ready for this? And religious leaders have never changed the world. Regular old people have. Technicians. Carpenters. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta eat that. Yeah. Teachers. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you want someone to fix your computer, you don't say, you know what, I need Bernie Sanders to come. No, that's not what happened. Go ahead, Phil. Well, parents have changed the world. But when the, the term of wellness, that's kind of a fuzzy term. And when we used to train people on how to go into corporations to sell wellness concepts, to make it more real, we tell them to, to use the words health and productivity. Because a C-level executive, you're talking to him or her about wellness, they're going to go, what does that mean? But when you talk to them about health and productivity, they get that. Hey, if my people aren't healthy, they can't be productive. Oh, okay, I want to learn about that. But wellness, what's that mean? It's too fuzzy so trans so take wellness and define it as being healthy and productive absolutely i'm i completely agree that's that's very 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 good good input as well super now success can you read me earl nightingale's definition of success yeah. this is me landing the plane on this part that y'all can talk Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Stop right there. So Earl Nightingale says success, whatever that means, is a progressive, that's just, the word is loaded, a continuous movement towards something. Not of an ideal, 
but a worthy of a worthy ideal. Who establishes what is worthy? You. So it has to be a progressive, ongoing movement to something you deem is worthy of your existence. And Earl Nightingale says, if you're doing that, you're automatically successful. Because there's something implicit, understood in his definition of success. I'll come back to it. Can you read me his explanation? If a man has a predetermined goal and knows where he is going, that man is a, is a success. If he hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's look at that one time. So if a man has a predetermined goal, that means, he, he starts off a string of singing by saying this. Hey, I actually, what is that? He said, the problem is men don't think. Like, so men don't even write, most of you on this call, statistically, don't have a definite purpose and plan for your life written down to where you can show me. And purpose is the key. That's right. Because purpose is the key. Have you defined what your purpose is? What's your purpose? Why did your soul manifest itself at this particular time in the time continuum? What would what did it come down here for? Like I helped a lady get her purpose. I, for some reason, I kept going, well, let's make it shorter and shorter. We got her purpose down to two words, glorifying good. And that's what wow. resonated her with her purpose in life. Mine is find a need and fill it through the power of praise, action, humor, money, and or trade by being loving, forgiving, and grateful to myself and others. That's my purpose in life. Mine is give it all away. I know exactly what I'm here to do. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm here to do. And, and I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Right? When like, you give it away, I'm... just come in this direction. I know that's right. <laughs> no, that's right. Earl Nightingale says a man must, you, you, you got to write this down, ha have it down, and you have, read it again from the grace, that first part, the, the, his explanation. If a man has a predetermined goal and knows where he is going, that Stop right So you got to have a pre, you, you have to have a predetermined, you got to know. And it's listen, y'all. And going to get your degree is not a predetermined goal, not for a purpose. That's not strong enough. I just smashed half of y'all because half of y'all got degrees, and they told you that makes you successful. And then that check came, and those bills came, and they rose at the same time, didn't they? Check rose, bill rose, and all of a sudden, you still damn near below the poverty line, making $75,000 a year. That is not success. Do you understand? Okay? Now, so you, you got to have it, and you have to be what, Grace? If a man has a predetermined goal and knows where he's going. And you got to know where you're going. Why do you got to know where you're going? Terrence, it's simple. Because they going to knock you out. And if you don't know where you're going, you're not going to keep on walking and get back up. It's that simple. It is that simple. 
if you don't know where you are going, you will quit. Okay, so uh, everybody imagine in your mind, as a matter of fact, indulge me unless you're driving. Close your eyes. I'll, I'll only have them closed for about 15 seconds. I know this is this is this earth, not heaven. So watch your purse while you close your eyes, okay? <laughs> it's not heaven, all right? So close your eyes. Just with me. I got mine closed too. I just put you into a gun range, and I tell you your eyes. I'm you blindfolded. I give you a gun. I tell you hit the target. All right, everybody, open open up your eyes. I promise you, we're gonna have them closed alone. You you don't you, you ain't gonna hit the target. No. And if you do hit the target, you're gonna hit it by accident. And if I ask you to do it again, Tequila, you can't do it. Because I never oriented you to the target. Do you hear it? Because if I just take you in blindly and say, shoot, you can't hit the target. And that, my friend, is how most people on planet Earth live their life. Right now, most of you are blindly shooting at a target with no plan, no purpose. Go ahead, Phil. Page 42 of my copy of Think and Grow Rich. So the point is it's early in the, cha- in the, in the book. The method by mm-hmm. which desire for riches can be transmuted into financial equivalent consists of six definite practical steps. First, fix your mind on the exact amount of money you desire. It is not sufficient merely to say, I want plenty of money. Be definite as to the amount. There is a psychological reason for definiteness, which we'll describe later in subsequent chapters. Second, Determine early what you intend to give in return for the money you desire. There is no such thing as something for nothing. Third, establish a definite date in which you intend to possess the money you desire. Fourth, create a definite plan for carrying out your desire and begin at once, whether you're ready or not, and put the plan into action. Five, write out a clear, concise statement that the amount of money you intend to acquire, name the time limit for its acquisition, state what you intend to give for it, and describe clearly the plan for which you intend to accumulate it. Six, read your written statement aloud twice daily, once before you retire in the night and once or arriving in the morning. As you, as you read, see and feel and believe yourself already in possession of the money. And that's in there and you ain't gotta go look for it because I got it, it's in my notes. I just copied and pasted it for you. And not only that, while Phil was talking, it ain't just in my notes. See, I just copied and pasted that. May 17th, 2020, 7.33 p.m. is the last time that I wrote this down. I mean, that I did this. I would have $100 billion before July 20th, 2024. I'd give up everything to reach this goal, and I would do anything, all caps, legally and morally to achieve it. I would give my free time, TV time, and reading time to achieve this goal. I will also give up any friendship of any kind that does not help me achieve this goal, regardless of who they are. I will work harder than anyone else in my field. I will read more than anyone else in my field. I will achieve this dollar amount through technology, game creation, the ATS brand, ATSBU, tech teaching, and investing. And everything Phil just told you is right here. And now all my steps one through six are sitting right in here. More of the story, ain't nobody playing but y'all. 
Do you understand? You got to know it, and you have to know it, and you have to know it, and you have to know it. Go ahead, Deanna. Before you got there, there was something that you said. I was talking about blindly shooting at a target. Before the blindly shooting at a target, you were talking about if you don't know it, but it's the way you phrase it. You don't know who you are when you get knocked down. Oh, oh I got you. If you don't know who you are when you get knocked down, you will not get back up and you will not keep going forward. It was me telling her to set the target because it's the target you're walking to. And when you are inside your, the wheel of your dreams, you will be crucified by other people. When you adopt the will of God for your life, other people will pick up a cross and put you on it. As a matter of fact, crucifixion only comes when you attempt to live your best life. Nobody crucifies dead things. <laughs> they just don't. There's, there's nobody out here putting dead people on the cross. Nope. And people also don't put people on the cross that's messy with them. Mm -mm. They only put people on the cross living their life in their purpose. To be inside the will of God is to be crucified by other people. So if you set that target, expect crucifixion. And you will, Latrice, get your knees knocked off you. And if you are back in that gun range, never seen the target, blind, and I tell you to shoot, and I give you 40 chances. This is what they do to us in the army. They give us 40 rounds. One shot, one kill. 40 rounds, 40 targets. If I give you 40 rounds, tell you to shoot, you're going to miss all 40. You may hit once. Either way, that's frustrating. Allow me to explain. How many of y'all like trying 40 times to do anything and miss or become a failure each time? Let me tell y'all something. You keep losing, that'll change you. You lose enough back-to-back, -back, that will change you. You can pray all you want to. That'll make you look at God different. I wish I had some real folk up in here. Let me get some. Do I got some real folk up in here? You lose. You, you, you let God tell you you can have something, and you, you try it 40 times, and you still can't have it. And you give your best effort with your best material. Give your best investments. You gave everything. You cut off. You died. In. You did everything you were supposed to do in all 40 times. You, you, you start, you'll start acting like me. God, then let me down. What kind of God I'm going to make I'm me? Here. Come on now. I'm here. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Listen. No. I, mm. You got to be honest. And I got to be honest and say, yeah. But yeah, don't be. You can't but be I used to always, here, yeah, you right. You right. I mean, I have. But then when I had to be real, real, truly honest, I asked that I really, really put forth all of my effort. Did I use all of my skill? Or have I just been trying to get over by what all I've right. been getting over with for the rest of my life? So she threw Come me an alley Grace, she threw me an alley -oop. Read my def copy and paste my definition of success. Don't read it just yet. 
Earl Nightingale assumes, it, it, it's assumed in his, you, if you find out if you keep reading Stranger's Secret or listening to Stranger's Secret, that once you set your mind to something, it's automatically yours. So all you have to do is progressively keep going to it and you will have it. Because you cannot think of something that does not exist. If you just keep reading Stranger's Secret, it is there. He explains that in like six minutes from now, okay? My definition is more explicit. Adrian just said, yo, Antonio, I can't lie. You show right. But I, I got to admit to myself, God ain't let me down. I let me down. I ain't even do what I was supposed to do. I, he told me to do it. But I, you know, I halfway did it. I stayed in comfort. Now, listen to my definition. Grace? Success is anyone who sets a target, then hits that target, and also hits that target well. That well part, y'all. So here's the deal. You got to set the target, Latrice. And ain't no sense you set something and not hitting it. So that means you got to keep doing it until you learn how to hit it. You understand what I'm saying? So if you set the target, you got to hit the target. But if you ain't hit the target yet, you ain't successful. So keep going until you hit the target. And then guess what you do? You hit the target. But if you didn't hit that target well, that's not success to me. Because you know where I'm drawing this from, LaVon? You know how many times I've done the right thing for the wrong reasons and paid for it? You know how many times I took out the trash because my grandmother told me to? And I took it out with an attitude? I wish I had some real folks that just going to get... I've done plenty of hitting targets with a bad attitude. Okay, Do you know that yesterday, my son... 22 years, that no, he's 20 years old. My son walked out of my house and said, All right, mom, I gotta go because I gotta go put the trash out. <gasps> I almost thought I was gonna die. I was thinking, <laughs> Jesus. Like, that was a voluntary, like, you know, he's like, Yeah, I'm growing up. Like, I know I gotta growing take the trash out. So growing up. Right. Like, yeah. I thought something yeah. happened. Yeah, plenty of time. I didn't. I didn't, I, oh, you want this, baby? I got you what you wanted. Cheating on you the whole time. But I was good to you, though. Oh, oh, oh we don't want to be real. I, I, was, I set a target to be a good boyfriend. I hit that target. Whole time, I'm, I'm, I'm reaping poison back here. Can't just do something if you're not doing it well. Go ahead, Dion. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Or like me, I do stuff. My motives are completely flipped. Like I do stuff just so no one will say anything. Like, okay, I know they're gonna fuss about this. So let me just do this just so I can keep their mouth shut. Okay, let me wash the dishes just so I don't have to hear, hear nobody's mouth. Let me do this. So yeah, I get what you say. <laughs> Set a target and you hit it and you hit it well. I said a target and I hit it, but yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, well, Earl Nightgill said the same thing. When he says worthy ideal, he said the same thing, right? He said the same thing. I just modernize it so I can understand it. Y'all understand what I'm saying? And the modernize, so I, I got you say you got questions in the chat. I'm about to open it up too. Let, let, let me, let, let, I'm, I'm trying to show you is your model reality is jacked up. This is what you believe. 
and this is what you don't even know that you believe. And this is what's happening to you. If you look at the screen, there's a picture on your screen. This is what's happening. What you believe and what you don't know you believe. And it's, it's important that it's said that way. You don't know you believe it because you haven't exposed your, I'll show it to you one more time. You haven't exposed yourself to it. This is what you believe. What you know you believe. And this is what you don't know you believe. It happens to you all the time. You was raised up thinking, I mean, there's so many different examples I can give y'all. You was raised up thinking Muslims is bad till you met one. Raised up thinking Christian was bad till you met one. Real talk. It just, I, I, I can just give you so many different examples about that, but I won't because they're all emotionally charged. I'm just attempting to tell you that what you know and what you don't know you know, they're two different things. So here's the conclusion of this part, and we about to open it up for everybody. Your problem, my friends, is simple. Your problem is your model is outdated, and you choose it to be that way. You have chosen. So you don't have an outdated model because your parents didn't give it to you. They did the best they could with what they have. Stop blaming them. Mm-hmm. You don't have an outdated model because, you know, you know, I just, I'm so submissive. I keep getting with the wrong man and he keeps leading me wrong. Nope, your fault. Your picker is broken. Stop picking. Stay single. <laughs> that woman did not leave you. No, no, no. No, no, no. She did not leave you. She did not divorce you. She did not break her vows. Nope. She did what was best for her in the sight of her. And you don't get to stand in judgment of that now or ever. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Come on, bro. You understand? Come on. Come on. on. See, I, yeah, I'm, all, I'm, I'm meddling. I'm all on their toes. Oh, go, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Phil. Well, I've said this before, but just as a reminder, the greater the sea of knowledge, the wider the shore of the unknown. The more you know, the more you know you don't know. I know a lot less today at 69 and a half than I did at 59 and a half. And I know I'm going to know a lot less at 79 and a half than I do today at 69 and a half. I don't know nothing. I know all this stuff and don't know nothing. I'm going to find out, what is it, 2021? I'm going to make 2021 mistakes before January is over. And they're going to all be new mistakes, too. Like, I'm not even going to repeat the ones right, <laughs> from last year. I learned, I learned those, Jaquita. I, I done mastered those. I'm going to find new ways to mess this up. That's how it works. You don't, because once you start knowing stuff, you say, well, let me test it right there. Boom. You're wrong. Oh, okay. Well, I, th- I thought I'd do that. No, you don't know nothing. You don't know because because and it, you don't know anything because the universe didn't send you here to know stuff. It sent you here to be stuff. Come on now, there it is. You, you, yeah, you, your understand your understanding is wrong. You're not here. You're not here to know stuff because because where source is is all knowing. 
knows and you're already tapped into that. So you don't have to know. It's why Neil Donald Walsh would tell you, your growth is complete. Stop trying to know stuff. Stop trying to grow up. You don't need to. As a baby, you were closer to God if you've ever been in your whole life. Adults knocked all that God out of you. Knowledge is not what you're here for. Experience is what you're here for, but you can't just have experience. The formula, write it down for me, Grace, goes like this. Knowledge plus experience equals being. And you can't be a human being without both. Knowledge plus experience equals being. And you were sent here to being, being. You were sent here to embody all of experience and all the knowledge, put them together, and now you can be a productive person in your own life. If you just got knowledge, you are made. How many of you got? Don't, don't, don't say it too loud because you want your neighbor to hear you. How many of you got procrastination issues? Don't fool me now. Okay, you, 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 all right, all right. See ya, see ya. You got your hands up. Look, somebody didn't want to put their hands up. I don't, I don't have my camera. Up. I don't have my camera. Yeah, okay. To be honest, I just need me. <laughs> okay. People who procrastinate know too much. <laughs> it's the procrastination comes from the knowledge realm. It can't be experienced because if it was experienced, you wouldn't be procrastinating. You'd be doing. You're, you're so smart, and I don't mean this in a bad way, you just know, you go, oh, yeah, I know I'm not going to feel like doing that. <laughs> now, now, Antonio. Antonio I know, I I know that's question. not going to be worth my time. Go ahead. So I got a question because I guess this is where they say, you know, you don't listen to the things that people tell you. Since I was very, very little. My mom has always said, you're so smart, you're stupid. You're so smart, you're stupid. I and it's it. like, I used to not want to actually grab it, but then there was a point in my life when I actually started to believe that. Like, Dad, you're right. Mm. I do know too much, and then, or I don't know enough, but I do know something, and I'm acting like I don't, and then it's going to come back and backfire on me anyway. So... Uh-huh. I just wanted that's to, the, like, because I know you are the person that speaks, you, you're yep. the person that speaks life. So I did. I grew up like that. My mom always used to tell me that. I'm so smart, you stupid. Well, I'm glad you said that because you, you give me an opportunity to help everybody else. It is definitely I'm available for you to be so smart, you stupid. Because So I call it, my definition of arrogance is to not let new information in. So whatever y'all have lack in your life, you have too much knowledge in that area. Mm. If you're if you have lack in an area of your life, you know too much there. And you're in your way. And the universe keeps trying to send you new information to get rid of that lack. Because as source, you're not supposed to have lack. You do not pray to a lack God. And lack doesn't even exist. The only way lack can exist on planet Earth, man must create it. Man creates lack. The universe does not. Go ahead, Phil. 
I think it's funny that when you say when you focus on lack, laugh expands. I think that's funny. Lack is expanding. <laughs> you get more lack. I'll prove it to you. You get what you focus on. Everybody pay attention. Everybody, I want to see everybody pay attention. Come on. Monica, pay attention. Okay, everybody pay attention. Ready? Everybody ready? Feel your underwear. <laughs> Until I said feel your underwear, no one here felt your underwear. But the second I said feel your underwear, you could not not feel your underwear, unless you aren't wearing any, and that's big dry cleaning bills. <laughs> and now I'm uncomfortable because I am wearing some, and I can feel them riding up too high because I'm sitting in this high chair. Thank you, Phil, for making me uncomfortable. <laughs> now I'm pulling them down now. <laughs> Why are you praying? Yeah, but I had no idea that I was uncomfortable until I focused on the uncomfortable, right? Hmm. Seems like Phil has a very strong point for all of us, don't he? <laughs> Listen, man, stop focusing on lack. Man creates lack. Let's, let's go with, so lack is just an abundance of what you don't want. Right. So it is. This is an abundance of what you don't want or an abundance of nothing, but it's abundance. How many of you ever saw a rain cloud with low self-esteem. That, that never happened to you. And rain cloud was like, yeah, you know, I just don't want to. Ah, I'm not going to rain right, Jaquita. And the last time I rained, I didn't rain enough. No, it's not the way it works. It's just not the way it works. You understand? We create lack. Only man. So if you have lack in your area, my friends, you have created it or someone outside of you is controlling your creations. And they're only controlling your creations because you're allowing them. You're vibrating at their oppression. We, all right, we got a bunch of questions. Let's fire them all off. Cause I ain't even done. Go ahead, Grace, we start okay. with you. I believe Dawood had two, I see one. You may have answered it. He said, I thought I was aware, but clearly I'm not. What do we have to do to raise our awareness? That's one. So awareness is not intellect. Einstein gives you, oh, my phone. Einstein gives you a great definition or a great explanation that we now use as a quote to define to you uh, your question. Einstein says, a man cannot or man cannot solve a problem that his consciousness has created. Think about that, Abby. The first thing we do when we got a problem, and I don't know why we do it, we withdraw. I watch, I watch Chris do it, I watch Grace do it, I watch everybody do it. These are withdrawing mofos around here. You understand what I'm saying? Look, Chris, Chris was ready to get mad at me, he didn't even know. Look, he didn't even know, he, he know I saw it. I was I was calling Chris names and I was telling him what to do and I called his name and said, hey man. And I was telling everybody, all right, come on, get on the call, get on the call, get on the call. He thought I was gonna tell him to get on the call. I was telling him, man, make sure you eat though. I'm talking to them. He was ready. He was ready. He was ready to go look. But he didn't want to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? It was just a split second. It was a little, little, little split second, little, little, little split second second, right? The you gotta get to the point in which you stop withdrawing. Because when you withdraw, now you stuck with your consciousness. Oh, damn. <laughs> 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 now you can't, can't, you can't solve that no more. 
Yeah, every great teacher tells you stay in the group. <laughs> stay in the group. Confess your sins to one another. Do something. Read a book. If you have a problem, read a book in that area and be open. And someone who wrote that book who has a higher level of a consciousness is yeah, it's your consciousness that's a problem. You're in your way. It's you that's in your way. And if you withdraw, all you do is say, okay, universe, I'm here. I'm fit to fix it. And the universe goes, yeah, yeah, you're fit to fix it. Just keep on doing what you get. We're going to keep you there. So how you raise your awareness, Daoud, is you must pour something in you that's not from you. You know what I'm saying? It, it, It can't be you. It's the new you that you're creating. It's the new you you're creating every day. And you have to always be pouring something else in you. If you have lack, you're too smart in that area. You're arrogant. You're not letting new information in. First off, if you have lack in an area, you need to start giving whatever you're lacking. That's just a universal law. You can't get harvest without seeds. So if you lack a mate, that's because you keep taking somebody else's mate. Can I, I, go, can I go too far? I apologize. I went too far. I'm about to say, damn, my computer's stuck. <laughs> I, I, I can't say not nothing gas. and did not say that. Damn. That they was all, good. As soon as I said that, they gasped. <laughs> But they all get you (laughs) ready to say one more time (laughs) if you (laughs) lack a companion, it's because you keep taking everybody else's companion, right? Even if you're not sleeping with them, you've sown in them them bad seeds. He ain't good for you. So, all you're doing is getting a bunch of he ain't good for you back. If you plant a seed of gossip, you would get back a tree of gossip. Is what it is. The more you keep down talking her boyfriend or whatever, the more you're gonna have your money on your own. Go ahead, Phil. Well, the best way to find your companion is for you to create your companion in your mind, and then That's when right. you see him or her, you'll recognize it. But if you haven't created what you want in your mind, it could be right in front of you, and you won't recognize it because you have you don't know what you want. You know, you're so right. I was. I was listening to Bob Proctor is the greatest teacher on planet Earth to me. If you ask me, I just, I mean, Bob Proctor would make it plain. I'm listening here one day and I'm trying to lose weight. Man, I don't have this problem no more. I'm trying to lose weight. And I'm like, man, I keep doing everything right. And Bob Proctor, I, I just randomly watch on YouTube. He slapped me in my face like I'm doing y'all. Bob Proctor say, just a, just a, me like that. Bob Proctor say, and just talk my weight. For no reason at all. It's like I attracted this video. I'm looking, I go to Bob Parker for money. You know what I'm saying? I'm attracting this video. This man said, you can try to lose weight all you want to. You can die in everything. If you don't have a picture of your body that you desire, you're never going to get what you want because this is a visualized universe. You have to see the body you want to have it. And I went... They just teach me something, and I'm gonna tell you what I did. I went and looked, it, it, I was look. I looked. I looked so weird on my phone. Monica would laugh. I went, took my little phone. I went, found Tyrese Gibson, shirt off, put him as my home screen. 
I did. So I got, so I walk. I had it on for like a year. So I'm walking around. I'm walking around. Jody. I did. Jody. I'm walking around with, with Jody, bare chested, on my phone. Talking about, hey girl, what's up? Right. <laughs> I got you. I got this man's half naked body on my phone. <laughs> I heard what you're lacking. You have to give it to get. Yes. If you are lacking something, you must plant a seed. Just imagine this for a second. Let's say, let's say, let's, let's say all of a sudden the world changes and God says, all right, everybody, I'm going to make it easy for y'all. Y'all ain't got to work hard no more. Everything you want in life is in your backyard from now on. From now on, if you want it, it's going to come out your backyard, okay? If you want a million dollars, just go in your backyard and go get it. Want a new house? Just go in the backyard go get it, right? Just pick up the little little backyard leaf and then throw it somewhere and it'll grow into a house, right? Just go get it. Let's, let's just say God make all that easy. Most of us are going to go in our backyard and it's going to be barren because we don't plant no seeds. How can you pick up house leaf? If you ain't planted house seeds, some of us gonna get back there and put a rake in the ground and start tilling the land, only to find out, man, I'm tired because you ain't never did it before. Uh oh, <laughs> uh oh. Three years ago, I took my boys. I made them plant a garden. One semester, I made my boys plant a garden, and I, I stayed, they still do it to this day. I made them plant a garden. That was a, that was a like homework assignment or something, right? I wanted them to show, and I'm gonna tell you what made me do it. I watched the movie Martian with Matt Damon. Y'all seen that? All right, it's a fantastic movie. I'm not gonna tell you the movie, but it's a fantastic movie. Jaquita, since you saw it, I, I'm watching that movie. I said, this man, this man got off Mars with a potato. <laughs> Oh, hell. I'm sorry. You got to you watch the movie and it makes sense. You got to watch the movie and it makes sense. I went up. Man. He done vegan himself home to earth. And I went and thought about it. I said to myself, man, I wouldn't have did that. I'd have died. I'd have died, died, died. And then I thought, and then it hit me. My boys would have died. And the next day, we went. I went straight to home, not Home Depot. What's the what's the what's the Lowe's? Bought some seeds. Went in that refrigerator. Got some onions out of it. You know what I'm saying? Went on YouTube, learned. So I said, "All right, we planting gardens." And I told them, "I'm gonna tell you exactly how I told them." I say, "I need y'all to be able to feed your women whenever you get them." I got two of them, and yourself. Just in case this world go crazy. Now I had no idea would okay. be storming the Capitol and all that stuff. That, that was three years ago. I didn't really know what I was saying then, Monica. You know, we with no COVID going around or nothing. I was just saying, you know, hey, make sure you can take care of yourself. I made them plant. If God told all y'all, fine, whatever y'all want is in your backyard right now. Most of us is going to our backyard for poison. Okay. 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 Right? Now think about this for a second. That's what we do. It's not that we don't love ourselves. It's more of we 
uh, got somebody else's seeds in our hands. It's our seeds. We bought it with our money, but they taught us this is the seeds. And we live in somebody else's life that they hated themselves. Damn. The people, y'all, that love y'all the most that taught you how to live this life. And they don't even like the life they got. And so they, 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 instead of being positive, they warn you not to do these. Don't you do this. Don't you do this. So what you going to do? You go do that. And now we live in the life they didn't even want planted for themselves. Go ahead, Chris. Cut your camera on so they can see how much, how good you look. You ain't got no sense. So basically, you just said we allow other people to plant bad seeds in our harvest and leave out. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. And let me tell you, well, friends will do that real quick. I grew up. Well, I, I didn't grow up in church. I didn't, I didn't even. I didn't even know what God was until fourteen. I didn't get adopted to fourteen. I, I thought you. Folk were crazy. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, 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 you know, I, I, I don't know that to feel. I don't know that. I thought I was crazy. I, I walk around here, you Cinderella socks, you know, and you you you, you know, you you're going somewhere. You you know, just back in the day when you walked everywhere. You know, what I'm saying, you know, talking about the socks with the little ruffles on the side, they float out. You know, what I'm talking about. Yes, you know, in, in the little patent leather shoes, and, you know, and you got that little boy in that green. Watch out. That suit, 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 this color, you know. What I'm saying? You know, you know, all that stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all walk and then y'all weird. That's all I do. I just knew y'all was weird. I ain't know nothing else. I ain't know nothing else. And it went, and when my my grandmother who adopted me, she took me to this church. Doesn't matter the church. To this day, and that that pastor still alive. To this day. This man still preaches the same toxic sermon to this day. Muslims are trash, going to hell. No offense, I'm just repeating. Gay people are an abomination. If you masturbate, you're going to die. Oh, man, I'm, I'm giving you all the lesson. I'm giving you all the lesson. Oh! Get money makes you evil because, and I quote, he loves to quote this one, it's easier. Come on, Grace, finish finish this up, Grace. It's easier for a man, for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. Church has two members. When I first got to the church, 12 members. You understand? I'm obviously not in church, right? But you know what I'm saying? Two members, 12 and they just all died out. No prosperity, no nothing, just nothing, nothing, nothing. I'm not trying to talk about him, just pay attention. And I grew up from four, 14, I mean, to 18, and I took all that with me, Phil. Sure did. Took all that with me to the United States Army. When I, I kid you not, I had a bank account with some nice money in it, Chiquita. And when I joined the army, I blew it all because I wasn't, I couldn't go there with this money because I lose my soul. Come on, Phil. 
Well, I'm sure most people know this, but the needle was a gate in the wall in the city of Jerusalem. And for a camel to get through the gate, the camel had to stoop down and get rid of all of its possessions. So the camel had to duck down and then get all, all of its possessions to get through the eye of the needle. So that's what that saying really means. Look at that. So you mean to tell me not literally with the thread and then put the little, you know what I'm saying? And right, you're not, you know, you're not talking, oh, what you say? So you mean if we read uh, that darn reading thing that happens? Okay, right. Well, it's another way of saying, you know, when you die, you know how much you leave? You leave it all. You know, <laughs> you don't get to take anything with you. You leave it all. <laughs> No, you're right. And what I'm trying to show you is I had his model in my head to this day. Like, I mean, I don't mean like this, this, this dude still alive to this day. You just, I, I, I don't even want to tell you how bad it is because I don't want to talk about nobody. I'm just telling you and that same sermon is still being preached. Zero members. No, you got one. One member now. One member, 87. Member 87, the pastor 89. Member is brother. One member. One member. You understand? Well, how church survived. The church is a, it's a, it's a family church. So it's paid off. We got, then we got a graveyard, and the graveyard funds all the bills. Yes, it funds the bills. The dead funds the life. That's what Diana just said. I never processed it this way until she just said it. The dead funds the light bill, right? The graveyard, the, the funeral home, kick a little check every month just so they can keep using it. Y'all understand what I'm saying? It sounds right? like the just, dead fund the dead. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? So look, I need y'all to get, it's been 30 years, well, no, I'm, 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 I'm 39, so it's 39 minus 14, 25 years, they got 25 years of decrease in harvest, and if you ask them, and this is a quote, God is in control, no sir, you, sir, you are controlling yourself out of God's prosperity. My the church has no parking lot. Church has no parking lot. Church has two total parking And I literally said, I'm telling y'all, if you know who I am, I am extremely me. That is a very good way to describe me. You just have to, I'm extremely me. I said, Reverend. You only got two parking spots. One is a handicap. One is not. The church across the street owns the whole parking lot. Bought it. And then they use, and then they have to have permission from the church across the street just to use a parking lot. I say, Reverend, you're not going to be able to grow this church if you don't have faith past two parking spots. I'll put my mic down. I'll let y'all react to that. Does somebody hear what I'm saying? 
That's fact if right you there. don't have enough faith to invest in a third parking spot, <laughs> as she said, hush, <laughs> how God going to send you a third member? Should God send members? They ain't got nowhere to park, Reverend. All that to talk about us. Listen to me. We praying for stuff and God can't park it nowhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, God. God, give, give me money. Come on. Come on now. But I still, but I still use Cash App. Primarily. You can't have a million dollars in Cash App. <clears throat> the fee's too high. <laughs> that ain't the way it works. You can't have a million dollars in Cash App. Stop that. What are you doing with it? Who on earth will put a million dollars in a bank account designed to share that money with your friends? Think about this for a second. Think about this for a second. I'm not saying having Cash App is wrong. I'm saying Cash App is designed for you to share money with people who didn't sow seeds with you. Now, why would God give you a million dollars so you can share it and not invest it more? So you can then build it, plant gardens, build houses. Your money is supposed to build nations, not buy cigars. <laughs> Just say it. Just say it. Just say it. Okay. We, we, we've got to get past the habit of not recognizing. I'll show you the picture again. But our model. It's wrong. It's wrong. So let's see. Two more things. Solutions. So how does one change the model, Antonio? That's a good question. That's a good question. How does one change the model? How many people, and this is, here's it is, it's a trick question, but if you don't know, you're actually in a very good position. Okay. If you don't know, all right, let me let me let me qualify all this because I'm not gonna get no honesty unless I make this a good thing, okay? If you do not have what you want, it means you have work to do. It's period point blank, okay? That's okay. It's okay, that's all right, nothing wrong with that. If you do not know what you want, they taught you that's a bad thing. I'm here to tell you that's actually a good thing. Now, I'm going to ask a question now. Who among us right now has no idea what you want out of life? Don't fool me now. Grace is behind me, but she one of them. My number four in leadership has no idea what you Grace, do you know what you want, Grace? She's saying no. All right, she's screaming. She's screaming way back there. She said no. Daoud, don't know. You got two people. Who else is willing to admit it? I'm going to bless you. I'm to, this is a good thing. I'm becoming clearer, okay? So, Jerry, we're going to count Jerry as three. Okay, who else? It's a, this is a good thing. Because if you Adrian. don't know, Adrian is four. There we go. Well, I it, can't it, even, it, well, I'm in the process of formulating it because now you that, are. That means you don't know. Okay, <laughs> that means you don't okay, know. Good. All right, yeah. I'll say I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah all right. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry. Go, form, go, go, go be in the process of formulating urine out your bladder. 
Hey, you can be in the process all he wants to. At, at some point, he going to pee on himself until he actually go ahead and pee. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just, you either peeing or you're not peeing. It, it, it just, it's just kind of one of those things there, okay? Corey said, he, oh, good to see Corey. Hey, good to see you, Corey. Corey has no idea who else. Okay, so that's 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 a four. So that's six. Is somebody unmuted the mic? Who who unmuted your mic? Uh, I did. Okay, Latrice, so that's seven. That's good. So we got seven out of 26. That's fantastic. Let me bless all you. For, I'm going to get solutions to both types of people. If you don't know what you want, you're in the best place possible because you get to create whatever you want. No, 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 no. You get to create whatever you want. If you don't know what you want, you get to create whatever you want. Go ahead, Deanna. I'm going to be quick. But for those of you who don't know what you want, I had that same issue years ago. And we were on the back porch of our old office. And I asked Antonio, I was like, okay, so how do I, I I was asked, because I didn't know who I was. And And I was like, so who do I figure out who I am? He says, you don't have to figure it out. You get to create who you want to be. I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, who's your favorite people? Well, at the time, it was Kerry Washington. Not Kerry Washington. Yeah, Kerry Washington. But it wasn't Kerry Washington. It was Olivia Pope, the character she was playing. It was Oprah and Beyonce. Like, and Jada Pinkett Smith. And... Olivia Pope, because of her tactness, her intelligence, and how she led her team. Um, Oprah, because who doesn't want to be Oprah? Beyonce, because she literally, she literally has the world in her hands. And who who else was it? Oprah, Carrie, uh, Olivia Pope, Oprah. Well, anyways, you get my drift. So he said. So he said, take the character and Jada Pinkett Smith because of her, because of her parenting, because she she parents her kids to grow up free thinkers. And he said, take all of those. And he said, become that. And the thought of creating who I wanted to be versus having to find who I was was so much easier for me to do. Because trying to find somebody, who am I going to find? I'm going to find whoever somebody told me I was. But if I get to create who I want to be, I get to be whoever I choose to be. And I love that. That's that's why I'm where, that's why I am where I am today. Because I I just I took the people who I admired the most, did the different aspects of them, and started moving towards that instead of going backwards to find who I was. There you go. They clap it for you. Come on. Yeah. They clap it for you. Good job. I told him, just go be all that. And if it don't work, change it. <laughs> like, just, just, it's that simple. If you don't know who you are, you get to make it up. You get to be a kid again. And most of success in life is actually going back to your childhood ways. That's a different, that's a different topic for a different call, but I can assure you you ain't getting in if you don't come as a child. And I ain't talking about heaven. Okay? <laughs> Real tough. If you don't... Kids still dream. They still have the imagination. 
and manifestation comes from the imagination state. So you feel holding this teddy bear? Six, nine and a half years old, got a teddy bear. Right? It's amazing. And I've watched him rip a stage apart with that teddy bear right in front of Les Brown, too. Just, just so you know, I see that. Now, if you do know what you want, well, let me, let me make sure I impress this point. If you don't know what you want, you go create it. May I warn you, though, that this, if you don't know what you want, all the people who said so, I have to give you a warning. A lot of bad stuff is about to happen to you. Let me explain. It's called resistance. The way the universe makes you know what you want is to put a lot of resistance in your life so you can say, ooh, I don't like that. I want this. And without resistance, you can't decide. Go ahead, Phil. Well, a lot of stuff that will happen to you that you can choose to label it as bad. Facts. Yeah, facts. There's no, there's no good or bad, without a doubt. No good or bad. Resistance is going to hit you. So if any of you don't know what you want and you've been struggling, congratulations. That's part of the process. The moment you stop resisting that resistance, you will find out what you want. So I have to warn you, I want you to just walk out here thinking it's all roses. Okay, there's some there's some manure that come with the fertilizer. You understand what I'm saying? It's a, you know, the stuff can't grow. Roses don't grow in roses. You know, so, something got to die so the roses can live. Seed included. Do you understand? All right. Now, if you do not know what you want, it means that you have not accepted the turmoil, the turbulence and the resistance in your life enough, you keep letting other people shield you. Who know what I'm talking about? All right. <laughs> Grace said, me in the back. You grown but still live with your parents, not because you can't get out, but because you've, all, you've never really been unprotected your whole life. <clears throat> it's, like, it's like seven of you on this call right now. Seven of you. Okay. Your child, especially if you're a boy, okay, who's now a man, you keep shielding him. And that's why he acts like that. Because <clears throat> you never let him hit a rock bottom. You need the resistance to become stronger. You, you understand? Resistance is how you build muscles. You need the resistance. Resistance will lead you to what you want, which now leads me to if you do know what you want, congratulations. If you know what you want, talking about solutions, it means, Daoud, you ain't got to live in somebody else's dream no more. Uh-oh. Y'all heard what I said? It meant the moment Jaquita knew exactly what she wanted, she could stop working for somebody else's dream. Uh-oh. I'm talking to the entrepreneur. It's not. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with working for somebody else's dream if that's your dream. But if you don't know what you want, you meet somebody that got their stuff together that'll force you in their dreams and then guilt you for trying to leave. Just stay here longer. Just run that media a little longer, Adrian. Not now that I know she's doing the media. I get the best with it now. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Just do it a little longer. Tyranny. Why are you going somewhere? Just 
Be patient. Wait on the Lord. Oh, they use scripture to hold you in their prosperity while you don't have none. You know who these people are. Y'all know exactly who I'm talking about. And some of them masquerade as your leaders. A leader keeping you trapped in their dream is not a leader. That's a slave master. <laughs> Come on, Monica. No, I was just laughing because as you were saying that, I'm watching Tanya and she's just like really agreeing because her and I had a conversation the other day about how much money <laughs> church. Yeah, nothing in return after all these years of giving money to church. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. $223,000. Can't even get a light bill paid. You, you, you know, real talk. Like, we just, <laughs> so right side, I just went through this season. That season, it's over. I'm t- listen, y'all. People who know what they want with incorrect motives will look at you. And since you ain't moving, they say, come on, listen, 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 I got something for you. <clears throat> Stay with me for a little bit, and I'll make sure you get there. And a little bit turned to two years. All of a sudden, you got you got their company name on your shirt now. Go ahead, Phil. Well, you've heard of prepaid legal, right? Yes, sir. Well, Tanya's got prepaid blessings. Hmm. Hmm. Prepaid blessings, Tanya. Locked up for you. They're yours. Mm, mm, mm. He's saying that every time you gave them to that to your church, <clears throat> that's a seed. So let's use that $232,000, I said. That's 232 seeds. But the way the universe works is you're not going to get back 232,000 harvests. For every seed you plant, <clears throat> you get back a tree of seeds. So all you got to do is decide. All you got to do is tell the universe, I want to return on my energy. My goodness. I didn't land this place. If you do not know what you want, good. Create what you want, you will get resistance. If you do know what you want, good. But careful, because if you ain't moving, you're moving in somebody else's will. And the fastest way to be depressed is to live somebody else's life for you. Did I hear what I said? Because that's the, these, these are my final thoughts now. Right? So when I prepare these classes, I have one point. I'll let y'all go everywhere. And there's one little final point, one, one theme I want to push. Your model is their model. Hear me well. Nearly all of you have been stuck in somebody else's model and that's why you don't like your life. It's not, it's not, and listen, you, and I'm, I'm just talking to a certain person. The person that keeps saying, man, it's gotta be something wrong with me. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Come on now. I'm not okay. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm just, this, this ain't for you. This ain't for you. You just gonna move out the way. There's gotta be something wrong with me. Why they, why everybody get it, but I don't? Mm, you know what I'm talking about? 
Mm-hmm. Why I gotta sleep in this bed by myself every night? Uh oh. Let me lean on it. Let me lean on it, Terry. Let me lean on it. Listen, this is can't just say what I lean back. Let me lean on it. All right. I'm not a. Am I a bad person? I feel like I'm a good person. I, but every time I try to do something right, it always falls apart. And, and, and this is me now. I'm, put, I'm putting me on y'all now. And him over there. I never do nothing right. Keep a new car every two years. She make nine dollars an hour. Always stay in Miami. Yeah, yeah. They on your timeline too. They on your timeline too. Walmart cashier take more vacations than you. I'm, 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 I'm talking to the people who say, "Man, I know it's a guy, but I'm starting to think God got a problem with me." I'm on my final thoughts. This this is where I do my thing, and, and you, you you just listen. If you find yourself in this position, it is because Dawood, you're not living your thoughts for you. You're living their thoughts for you. They told tyranny. This is how tyranny behaves, and she did it. They literally, I, I had quite a few conversations with Queen. Oh, no, no, a little bit. They literally told her this way you belong. Mm. Now she ain't never told me this, but you can't be a wife with multiple children mm-hmm. and not know your place. Mm. Did y'all hear what I said? She, she is, and if she don't behave a certain way, it ain't Proverbs thirty one ish. Y'all get on my nerves when y'all say that stuff too. That whole trying to be a Proverbs thirty one woman. Let me tell you something. Let me let, let, let me tell you something. While that is fantastic, that is also you saying, "Let me wait for a man to choose me and qualify for for me." To let this man say I'm worthy. Honey, you've been worthy. God ain't never made an unworthy woman on planet Earth. If 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 if, if you're Christian or Jewish, God took a whole prostitute. If, you, well, if you're Christian, God took a prostitute, put her in the lineage of Jesus. You call her Rahab. David's great great grandmother. Let me tell you something, man. If you are suffering in life right now, I want you to consider a few things. Consideration number one, have you planted bad seeds? You got a couple of options here in consideration number one. You say, no, I have not planted bad seeds. Then you move to the next level. We ain't there yet. Then you say, yes, I've planted bad seeds. Pause. Change those bad. Well, you can't change the bad seeds. You won't get that harvest. Plant more seeds. Wait your time. 
and life will come to you. Amen. Then there's this third option that most of us cowardly take. Now, I'm just, you know, I'm tired of losing, so I ain't planning nothing. That's a seed, my friend. Inaction is an action. It's just not an action that serves you. Now, should you graduate and say, I ain't planting no bad seeds? All right, then. Good job, LaVon. You ain't planting no bad seeds, Terrence. Let's roll. What's happening next? Well, I ain't got what I want. Okay, why? Next consideration. Are you surrounded by people planting bad seeds in your garden? Because if you're not planting bad seeds, but you're still getting bad things, somebody you trust is planting poison in your garden. You're probably sleeping with them. You, you probably went in, in the business with your cousin. And your cousin's still tripping and you not. So some, now you're reaping someone else's harvest. Consideration number three. No, Antonio, I ain't planting bad seeds. And I ain't got nobody in my garden. So your life should be perfect. But it ain't. Why? Because it ain't your life you live in. The seeds you think you plant, sugar, is the seeds they taught you to plant. They said, sugar, act this way. And now you done fooled around and shopping somebody else's seeds. And you planting them in your life. They didn't like them seeds. That's why they taught you how to plant that trash. You are now planting somebody else's poison for their life. In a million years, they wouldn't plant that stuff themselves no more. What'd that look like? Go to school, get a good job. Is that still working out for y'all? Hmm? No? No? World changed on you, didn't it? Yeah, go to school, get a good job. It's for your grandmother. Now they running on canceling student loans. They running that on politics now. Now you can't save to be wealthy no more. You got to invest. And then one of y'all going to save yourself to being rich. You crazy if you think so. That's gone. That's 60 years ago. They, they took all y'all gold. How many of y'all old enough to remember when they just told you, if you're going to have gold, you're going to get it. You're going to go to jail with a felony. They took your gold. Now they sell it back to you. Fort Knox used to be a thing. They made movies about Fort Knox. They don't make them no more, huh? Hmm. World changed on you. So going to school to get a good job don't exist no more, don't it, LeVon? But guess what you went did? Went to school. Got you a good job. Only to find out that good job. You said, ooh, when I get this degree, I'm going to make all this money. $36,000. What is y'all? But you've been out of work for so long, you got to take it, don't you? Now they promise you $36,000 a year. And maybe you can make $54,000 by the time you die. So now you get a job and start looking for another job in a month. My friends, your problem is what you have in your mind right now is what somebody else put in there. And 99% of your thoughts are not yours. 
They were taught to you, and now you think they're yours. They made a whole movie about this called Inception with Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. Here you is. You think because you came from a small city, you deserve small money. Mm. You a woman got pregnant early, and that's a problem. Why? Why is having a blessing a problem? I, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Why is it that you a wife with four kids and you're supposed to put your whole life on hold? Who taught you that? Why are you looking for work-life balance? Who taught you that? Because the rich ain't got no work-life balance. I'm a programmer. My kids are programmer. My kids do whatever it is that I'm pursuing at the time. Do you understand? I'm learning language. They learning the language. I ain't got time to be juggling them. They doing what I'm doing and trying to figure out how they want to do it for themselves. Ain't no work-life balance. Will Smith got producer kids and rapper kids. And acting kids. And entrepreneur kids. Everything you think you know, somebody taught you. And now they become beliefs. And you find yourself trying to figure out why your harvest is so small. Because what you know is so small. And it ain't even yours. It's theirs. My friends, what I want you, yes, ATS programming school is definitely coming soon. What I want you to do is I want you to go home this week and, and literally evaluate all your thoughts, the big ones. Really, do you, I mean, is that really your thought? Let me tell you what had to happen to me. I had to release five different layers of money. Layer number one. My parents taught me about money. Little time ahead in my life, they taught me, black folk, live, grow up in the projects. I need some hood folk on here just to get with me just for a second. because I'm, I'm landing the plane. Plane already on the ground. All right, my man Terrence said I'm hood. That's what I'm talking about. Black folk grow up in the project. I'm talking about projects where you go in the water, it's immediately hot, and it got no flow. It just blow out. You put the first off, it's going to burn you. Secondly, it, it knocked the whole plate out your hand. It ain't, ain't no reason. Real quick. You know, you, you know what I'm talking about. So where we, you know, we play football in the street, and we got to watch that damn car come by. be like, God, dog, that car messed up the whole game. We play sideline crap. All that stuff. Crack cocaine, more, more, more abundant than bottled water. Good. Well, you get shot over the principal. Whoop with an extension cord. You, you, you eat fried bologna. Make it black around the edges. You put, you put sugar on toast and put butter on it. Ketchup sandwiches. Thanksgiving lasts five months. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Get you some shorts. They get too small, they go to your cousin. Get you some pants, they get too small, they become shorts. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You can drink anything in the refrigerator, but you better not open up more than one bottle at a time. And them Cokes, that's for somebody else that you ain't paying no bills and you can't have it.
open up one box of cereal at a time. Not because we trying to be greedy because we got these damn rats in here. We can't get rid of them and these roaches because where we live. Hood. My parents taught me black folk is hood and you ain't getting nothing but hood rich. And what's hood rich? Income tax time. I had to release that. That's level number one. Level number two. Then I'm black. Black folk then taught me. Oh, excuse me, not level number. No, that's level number three. Level number two. Then my neighborhood said, "That says that's more than like you know the the, the block." My neighborhood said we wear red. Mm-hmm. You understand? Plus, this is how much money we make. And if you if you wasn't a dope boy in my hood, you wouldn't be successful. We did two things where I came from, or three things. We played football for no reason at all. We played Street Fighter two, and we may or may not have sold some stuff. Jury stood out on that. <laughs> I had to get rid of that neighborhood wealth. Then black folk, come on, black folk, talk to me. What you going to do with the money? My culture then taught me, if you want to get money, you got to work twice as hard as white folks. Yep. What if I told you if working hard gets you money, then the law of attraction will only let you get money when you work hard? Uh-oh. If working hard got you money, then the only time that the universe will give you money it's when you work hard. When people like me don't work hard. I got paid a few times a day. I was at the VA. Level number four. So after it was, y'all never like this one. Parents, neighborhood, culture, church. Church taught me two things, Daoud. Two things. Thing number one, you get money, you're going to hell. Thing number two, pastor better be the most prosperous person in church. It's still on, huh? Come on now. Don't make me don't make me walk right here. You know I will. You know who I am. With nobody supposed to be more successful than the man of God. I had to kill that. First off, in order to be a good leader. Let's just make me a pastor this moment right here. In order for me to be a good pastor, I got to have people in my congregation smarter than me. Uh oh. And I got to have people in my congregation make more money than me. That's a leader. That's a leader. If I'm the smartest person in ATS, we not recruiting right, are we? If I'm the most blessed person in ATS, we not teaching right, are we? I had to kill that too. I had to kill where the only prosperous person could be the sheep herder. And everybody else was sheep. And then lastly, this one snuck up on me. I had no idea. I was actually coaching with Tony Robbins and this got pulled out. Tony Robbins people, not Tony Robbins himself. This got pulled out of me. About 2015 and the next year I hit a million dollars. Next year, I hit a million. Oh, 2014, the next two years, I hit a million dollars. Man, say, pull it out of me like this here, Ashley. I kept saying, well, you know what I'm saying? I just, you know, this is what I was saying. 
It was real sneaky. It was real to me. It sounds silly now, but it's real sneaky. But, you know, I'm doing my thing out here, man, but since I'm black, I don't get the press that everybody else gets. Listen to those words. Mm-hmm. Well, they pick up other people's news story. They don't pick up mine. Listen. And then this was the, this was the kicker. And plus, you know what I'm saying, it's harder to be a millionaire when you're black than it is if you're white. Listen to me. Listen to me. That's what I was saying. Limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs. You're right. And I didn't realize my country, that's number five, mm-hmm. my country told me where a black man belong in money. Mm-hmm. Y'all hear me, man? Mm-hmm. Some, of y'all, some of y'all there right now. Some of y'all there right now. I saw Tyranny's whole face go, ooh, I didn't even know that one about me. All right? <laughs> my country, I had to defeat five levels. Let me show y'all that picture again. I had to get rid of five levels in here and learn stuff over here to replace those five levels. And that was just no money. That's just no money, y'all. So my challenge to you, you leave this call and you leave this call knowing that most of your thoughts are probably not yours. So Antonio, how do we know which starts to keep, which starts not to keep? Well, Abby, it's a good question. I'm glad you asked it. Do they serve you? If the thoughts you have right now are serving you and whatever is your worthy ideal, whatever is your target, that's why we started off with that. If they serve you, keep them, Abby. Shaquita, keep them if they serve you. If they don't serve you, get rid of them. This is how we update. Now, fully answer your question now, though. This is how we do it. If, the, if that th- listen, let me tell you something, man. If a, I'm just talking to my fellas. If a woman walk out on you, cheat on you, or whatever that is, then don't have no problem with that woman. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm going to tell you why. Because you can't make money with a problem with somebody. And if you do make money, you're going to have to protect it. I ain't got time to be knocking you upside the head just so I can make some money. If you're walking around here with a problem with somebody, you're affecting your money. And let me tell you something. Ain't none of you women worth my money. I said what I said. I had to keep that all the way real, Terrence. All the way. Player. <laughs> M-O-B. You got to know what that means. You understand what I'm saying? I had to keep, keep it all the way 100. <laughs> keep it all the way 100. You understand? I'm telling you what it is. Nobody on planet Earth is worth your dreams. And every time y'all have a problem with somebody, you forfeit one of your dreams, Abby. Let it go, Brittany. Let it go, Ashley. Let it go, Shantel. Is Shantel there? Did you just sign up? Look, look at you, Shantel. Go ahead, do your thing. Y'all do this here. Monitor what you believe. If it serves you, keep it. If it don't, don't. Antonio, how I do that? Glad you asked. For the next seven days, until we meet again, take a piece of paper, split it in half. Vertical, top to bottom. 
On the left side, put loved it. On the right side, put loathed it. Loathed. Brittany say, I'm on it. Put loathed. Loved it on the left side. Loathed it on the right side. Loathed is a real bad word. Now, this is what you do. My people already did it. I want you to, for the next week, Abby, all month, I mean, all week, write down every single thing you do. No, every single thing you do, Brittany. Every single thing you do, Ashley. Every single thing you do, Chantel. Corey, write it all down. If you love it, write on the left side. If you impartial or you hate it, write on the right side. There ain't no impartial. And watch how much the right side of your list is what you do on a daily basis. When I first did this exercise, my people, they don't hear growing right now because they know. When I first did this exercise in 2012, LeBron, or something like that, I had three things on the left side of my list and loved it. 400 on the right side. I got so mad I stopped writing. <laughs> because I, I don't even know the percentage. That's less than 1%. How can I live a 100% good life when every day I'm only doing 1% of what makes me happy? It made me realize I got four. I mean, I'm right down everything. Wash dishes. I don't like that. I can't stand washing dishes. That pisses me off. So I don't wash dishes. That means I use a cup, Tyranny, I wash that cup. Because if it starts piling up, I, 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 I don't, you know what I'm saying? I, I can't have it piling up, Abby. I don't know what to tell you. Plate, wash. Dish, wash. Fork, wash. Because if it starts piling up, that stuff's going to pile up. And I'm gonna be like, hey man, come over here. I need 50 bucks to wash these dishes or something. I can't do it. I can't do it. Get yourself to the point to where you got that love to load. And then listen, we st- we opening up next class. R- remind me right on that board. We opening up next class with your loved it, loathed it list. Who who's willing to take? I look, he already started. And I want you to you can start the day and go all the way back to everything you did today. You had to pick up the kids, you ain't like that, write that down. Homeschooling them kids, you ain't like that, write that down. You do a live video, didn't like that, write that down. Live video, you loved it, write that down. If you don't like these classes, don't bring your ass to these classes, right? Don't do it. Don't, don't watch something else. Don't do nothing that ain't working out for you. Not even me. Hear me well. You cannot, if you spend, last words, 90% of your day doing what you hate. That means you will spend 90% of your week doing what you hate. Which means you'll spend 90% of your month doing what you hate. Which means you will spend 90% of your year doing what you hate. And if you keep spending 90% of your years doing what you hate, you will die 90% a loser. And in two generations, no one will remember your name. I challenge you to take this loved it, loaded list challenge and come back to me next week. And let's see how much of your model you're living in. Because when you really live in your model, you don't do stuff that make you sick. 
some of the some of the people, some of the things on your low side is gonna be some of y'all answering the phone for a special person. If that person is on your low side, time to make some changes. That was one of the things on my 400. I had somebody close to me on that side. I had to let them go. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't play better. You can dominate. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next Thursday. Next class will be tomorrow if you're inside of the stuff and you'll see at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. We'll be teaching something amazing. I have no idea what I'm teaching. All right, everybody. Y'all have a good one. We'll see you next time. I have no idea what I'm teaching, Phil. Love you. Love, Love you, guys. You more. Love you All right, everybody. Good to see you, Corey.